What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Divergent Sense podcast. And uh, today, Ben, we're going to talk about something that um, is really essential, but it kind of flows out of something we said in our last episode where we talked about good communication and why this mattered, because it builds trust. Hey. And so we we even talked about this. We'll give another shameless plug out to Dr. Henry Cloud's new book, Trust. Great um, book. And uh, a, a tremendous book. And the importance of trust in all of our uh, situations in life. Uh, everyone has to trust on some level all the time. Uh, yeah. We either, when you open that bottle of water, you're trusting that whoever produced that bottle of water did what they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. and it's okay for you to drink. I'm trusting uh, this chair right now. Me and you both. I don't know that I should be. I may have some misplaced trust. Right. I, yeah. But but hopefully, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we all make choices to trust. Um, so the person who says, I don't trust anything or anybody, it, that's not true. They're not being true with them, yeah, honest no. with themselves. Because we do. We do trust. We trust systems. We trust processes. We trust uh, all kinds of things. Now, trust is something that can be very uh, fragile, right? Uh, we can invest a lot of time to develop trust, but it can, it can evaporate rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't take a lot to mess with that. Like um, our government... Maybe we trust it. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Uh, it's one of those things where it can get fragile in a hurry. Trust can be dented. It can be dinged. It can be challenged. Yep. Uh, and Depends on what time of day it is. And it's a lot of work to rebuild. So let's talk about this this context of trust and why it, why it's important, why it matters. Because when we trust... We give someone or something or an organization, we give them the benefit of the doubt. And instead of just always assuming something's wrong, yes, we do the opposite. We assume everything's okay. Right. Uh, yep. And so we it, it t- it's a stress reliever. It takes stuff off the plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust in a relationship, like my trust in my wife's, uh, her, our relationship of now going on be 43 years in August. Congratulations. Thank you. And- she travels some for work and sometimes she goes out with team members and so forth and so on. But because I trust her, mm-hmm. my immediate position is everything's good. Yeah. There are no issues. Um, and that won't change unless some kind of evidence is brought to me to the contrary. Yeah. Uh, and, and then there's going to be communication. But the reality well, is this, which trust, you can learn from the last episode. Totally. You should yeah. go back and do that. Um, <laughs> The, the the trust factor, when I trust, and trust has been built, and trust has been established, and it's not misplaced or blind, right. yeah. but it's it's genuine trust that's been built up over time and experience, uh, it actually takes things off our plate that mm-hmm. we worry about, right? Um, 
if if I don't trust the leadership of our church, let's say, then I'm always on edge waiting to see how are they going to do something I don't think is helpful. Yep. But if I trust them until they prove me differently, that's not on my radar. Yeah. Okay. Now we know blind trust can be can be dangerous and people can just There's a risk factor. There is, but but when trust has been earned and trust has been demonstrated, yeah. we'll get into that here in a minute because we're going to talk about some of the components of trust. All right. uh, and some of these are are an outgrowth of some of the uh, things I've listened to and and heard from uh, Dr. Henry Cloud and some of the things I'm sure that led up to his uh, writing of the book. Yeah. Um, so give him full credit for some of these thoughts, and then I'll expound on them as well. But basically, here's an element of trust. I don't hear a lot of people use this phrase. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know if I came up with it or I'd heard it somewhere. Don't know. But this is a term I do use frequently. And that is relational equity. Love it. And I think that term, just breaking that down a little bit, equity is when you are gaining in value. Like I have equity in my home because its value is now more than what I paid for it. So I built equity. Uh, On a relational standpoint, (coughs) relational equity is that I've invested in this relationship over time and I have built up equity with those individuals. So right. that if, if we have to have a hard conversation, I don't bankrupt the account. Yes. Now, if I if it's a new relationship and we don't have any relational equity and I decide I need to come at some issue and address it, I don't have the relational equity to support that. And so it doesn't get received well. Right. Right. But if I've taken the time and trust has been built that I value this relationship that I, I want to protect it. I want it to be healthy and growing. And I've built that relational equity. If we have to have a hard conversation, that's going to be a lot easier to do. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. So having said that, I think relational equity, building that relational equity also builds trust. Uh, and it helps us. What are some components? Let's go to that. What are some of the components that build trust? Uh, here, here's the first one, and that is some type of connection. The first one is connection on an emotional level. There, there's a there's mm-hmm. an empathetic connection that's being made between myself and someone else that that <clears throat> promotes trust. Yeah. Um, if there is no connection, if we're unable to make a connection, then trust is going to be very difficult uh, mm-hmm. to establish. Yes. If we're sitting down at the coffee shop and we meet someone and we start to talk. Um, if that connection is not made fairly early in the exchange, it's probably not going anywhere. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, if the guy knocks on the door, who's selling something, he's going to have a hard time making a connection with me. Number one, I don't <laughs> want anybody at my door selling something. Right. But, don't come to my uh, house. But the, yeah, just don't do it. Yeah. The, the, the thing is though, that when we make, when someone does make a connection with us on an emotional level, demonstrating that they understand or that they can relate to where we are in life or what we may be experiencing, there's a connection that gets made and it begins to form at least a foundation for trust. Right. But without that, we're going to struggle. Does that make sense? Yes. Here's, here's another one. Capability. It's, this is true in an organization. Think about this as a leader. Trusting a leader comes from that connection, but it also comes from, is this person capable? 
what, what is their competence level? Right. They may be very genuine in saying what they want to do, but are they capable of doing it? Uh, do they have the skill set? Do they have the ability? We mentioned the guy in the previous episode on an airplane saying, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. He said, dude, we're at 40,000 feet in you an trust airplane. Somebody. You're trusting somebody right now. Uh, what you're trusting is that the person in the cockpit, male, female, whatever, they have gone through enough training that they've demonstrated competency mm-hmm. to fly this aircraft safely, <clears throat> right? Yep. So that's your trusting in that. So competence or capability is another element. So if a leader stands up and says, we're going to do this and we're going to do that, the ability for the people that he's leading to trust that, mm-hmm. one of those components is going to be capability, Yeah. right? Have they, Are they competent? Do they have the skill set? Do they have the ability to do what they're saying they're going to do? Um, here's, here's a third one. It's really important. Character. It's another component of trust. Connection is important. Capability is important, but character, are they trustworthy? Yeah. Are these people reliable? Are they committed themselves to growing and learning and improving and getting better? Uh, and, and that leads to another one that's important and that is what's their track record? Yep. What's their track record? And we don't like to talk about this and I'll tell you why. Especially in the faith community. We don't like to talk about it because we, we want forgiveness. We want everybody to forgive and forget. Oh, yeah. We want a reset button. Yeah. And here's, here's the reality. <clears throat> Which is the worst thing you can get. The, the, the scripture has no teaching on forgiving and forgetting. Yeah. It, it does talk about forgiving. Sure. And forgiveness is an important thing for us to learn how to do. And forgiveness is actually as much for us as it is for anybody else. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's important to our own health and our own well-being learning to forgive and forgiveness is not letting someone off the hook. It is not saying it doesn't matter what you did. Doesn't matter. That's not what forgiveness is. No huge misunderstandings about forgiveness. Um, it's simply saying, I'm not going to hold you accountable to me for that. Right. Right. I'm going to release that. Yep. Uh, it doesn't mean there aren't consequences and it doesn't mean that trust hasn't been violated. I can forgive you and still not trust you. Yeah. You saw David, he lived in forgiveness towards which son was it? Was it Absalom? Was it Absalom? That was the one that, rebelled uh, against him yeah that wanted to kill him um but so he he forgave him wept when he died all you know as a a father would yep but he lived wary totally would would dodge him you know totally move around this is where track record comes into play and a lot of times what the areas of trust and when some kind of trust factor has been broken this one becomes a really important component to seeing that trust restored yes track record yeah. Uh, what's your past performance? What are your tendencies? What are your default behaviors? Those all come to the forefront, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of this with leaders, track record is seen not necessarily with your track record with me, but what's your track record with people I've watched you interact with? Yes. You know? And so cause everybody's watching. How you handle someone as a leader, if you handle this individual's uh, situation, everyone who's aware of that situation now thinks they understand how you will deal with them yeah should yeah. that ever happen um that's a trust issue components of trust connection character capability track record but this one's really important too motive there you go what are your motives what what are you manipulating me are you trying to just say what i want to hear so you can get me to do what you need me to do uh is this some kind of disingenuous uh is is it a manipulative Way of leading, right? Which we've all seen, been uh, there, and experienced. Another T-shirt. So, 
Trust is built when our motives are not manipulative, when they're about the team's success or others' progress and growth, and that's what motivates us. That builds trust. Mm-hmm. That builds trust. So this is all, these, all of these components are significant. If we think in terms of relationships we presently have with our employers or our leaders on any level, or our, our relationships that we're in, we think about those, those things. I think it's five of these things here. And we can actually look at ourselves and say, am I trustworthy? Right. Am, am I, uh, how, how am I connecting? Am I connecting with this person? On an emotional level, am I, do I have some empathy there? Uh, it, what's what is my character? Am I trustworthy? Am I reliable? Would I trust me? <laughs> That's a great yeah. question. That's a hard question. I'll tell you if another you fun question. Honestly, I'll tell you another fun question to ask if you're uh, working for someone, your <laughs> business or organization, or even just a leader. Just ask yourself: Would I hire me? Mm. Would I hire right. me? That's. <laughs> That's going to take you down some self-reflection oh, right there, gosh. guaranteed. Yeah. But it's important because it talks about your character mm-hmm. and our connection with others, our character, are key components to people trusting and how we build trust. Yes. Our skill set. Are we competent? Right. Can we do what we're saying we're going to do? Do we have that ability? Uh, do we need to develop it? Do we need to work on it more? Do we need some help? What is our track record? Right. What have I demonstrated in previous seasons in this area? Doesn't mean I'm stuck there. Doesn't mean that I can't improve it. It just means I need to be honest about it. Because if I'm expecting someone to trust me, I promise you, your track record is on their radar. Yep. You know, it just is. And here's here's the most probably soul-searching inward thing. What's my motive? Why do I want you to trust me? Right. Do I want you to trust me so I can sell you this car that's obviously defective and overvalued, mm-hmm. overpriced? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. am I trying to sell you something? Oh, gosh, I am, am I am I trying shopping. to get you to uh, spend money and then get out the door so the next person can come in and spend money? Is that my motive? Right. You know, because if it is, and we all know there are people like this, we've encountered them. Yes, but we don't trust them, mm-hmm. and over time. We start to group whole groups of people that remind us of that person, and we mm-hmm. don't trust them either. Mm-hmm. You know, thus the term "he reminds me of a used car salesman." Yes, to all my friends out there who sell cars, please, nothing personal intended. It's just a common phrase that gets used. Yeah. Uh, and well, my dad was a dentist, and people always say, "I just like going to the dentist," or "I hate going to the dentist." I was yeah, like, my dad. Well, well, hey, I was a pastor. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had oh, an gosh. opinion. Everybody well, you know what my opinion. Is, so, so we had to outlive. <laughs> Other people's yes. stuff, right? So, yeah. but when we we talked about communication in our previous episode, because it, the way we communicate is a component that builds trust. When it's authentic, clear, honest, open to hear and understand others, and it's often we do it often. We communicate regularly. We said that is a component. But these five things, we can self-evaluate if we want others to trust us, and we need to be aware that these things are at play determining whether we're going to trust someone else. That's why we avoid blind trust is if we recognize these components. Is there connection? What's the character? What's their capability or competence? What's their track record or past performance or tendencies? And what is their motive? If we know that, it can help protect us from misplacing trust. Yes. Right? 
but it can also help us avoid becoming that person who trusts no one mm-hmm. easily. And that's usually a result of being hurt, being disappointed, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's also a sign we're not well. Yes. We haven't processed it. We haven't gotten well. Yep. Uh, and if we start grouping groups of people together and just labeling them, I don't trust that kind of person. I don't trust lawyers. I don't, I don't trust mm-hmm. salesmen. I don't trust... Well, my tendency would be to do that, except I've learned that what I need to do is say, I, there are some things that have to happen before I will trust you Mm -hmm. based on my past experience with people doing what you do. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to have to take a little more time to see if there's a connection Mm -hmm. to see, learn what's your character, what kind of person are you? What is your skill set? What's your experience? Are you capable? What's your track record? You know, do you have good reviews from previous people who've interacted with you? And what is your ultimate motivation? Do you want yep. me to have a good buying experience or do you just need a higher bonus at the end of the month and you just need to sell me something? Right. Well, you know, you and I really, I mean, cause we, you know, we go to the same church. So we see each other, we were seeing each other weekly and we had a common background in the world of audio and, and, and that, that sort of thing. So it, we, we had that to talk about pre-service, between services, different things like that. But that was kind of it. Yep. That was the totality of what we had. And then it was, well, let's uh, let's go to lunch. And then we, you know, started really getting to know one another and going and evaluating those, um, well, all the elements. I don't restate them, but we, we that's what we were doing. Yep, you know, absolutely. Um, we were so, establishing connection. We were We were seeing what's the other person's character, you know, we were learning because right. we're, we're learning through interaction and we're learning through communication. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're finding out what our track records are and, and what's our motives. Why do you want to get to know me? Uh, do you need something or do you want something from me? Um, and I'm usually hyper aware of that uh, myself is to uh, sometimes I will avoid asking someone for something I know that they could help me with because I don't want them to think the only reason I'm building a relationship with you is so you can help me with something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, so I, I'm, I'm usually really aware of Which that. Which reminds me, I will come over and mow your yard like we talked about. Oh, that would about. be yeah. awesome. Right. That would be so awesome. Yeah. I'm afraid now that a small toddler could disappear in my yard. Um, <laughs> I'll bring back up. Yeah. It'll be important. So here's the thing. Trust is a key. It's important. It's a sad existence where people live fearful and untrusting mm-hmm. of any and everyone they come in contact with. Yep. Um, it's a sign that we're not healthy. It's a sign that we've been hurt, wounded, damaged in some way, and that we still need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, once trust has been broken, seeing it restored might take longer than we want it to mm-hmm. because we have to go back through these components yeah. and reestablish them. And some of them, like a track record, uh, capability, yep. will take some time to establish. Yeah. And right? reestablishing is harder than the initial. It is. Yeah. So, because on some yeah. level, as trust is building, you're getting benefit yeah. of the doubt on things until mm-hmm. you prove otherwise. Yeah. So when, when trust gets dinged, trust gets, uh, yeah. you know, for example, I know several people that are a part of our faith community who've come from other places mm-hmm. and their trust in leadership had been dinged and damaged. Mm-hmm. And it took them quite a while yeah. coming into this environment where we are 
to be able to actually even think about yes trusting oh, leadership again as even even yeah, your own story yes i was absolutely that way because you know you you want it what you like to say innocent until proven guilty broken trust and and i've broken guilty trust. until proven You're innocent. guilty until proven innocent totally true totally true yeah and it's a bad way to live it's hard way oh to it's live. terrible uh it's it's not a healthy way to exist no so hopefully this this episode today might help somebody out there who's struggling whether to trust someone uh, or to become trusted and trustworthy themselves in the eyes of others. Either way, read the book. Yeah, it's a great book. We heartily recommend it. Uh, It's called Trust by Dr. Henry Cloud. And just to reaffirm one last time, the components of trust we've been discussing, connection, character, capability, track record, and motives, all key components that help us know how to build and receive trust. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you, we need to hear from you and what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear, what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at divergentsense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.